0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So
1: glad you're here. Let's get started.
0: Hey, what's up, everyone? And thanks for hopping on the podcast. Clark and Bob here. And we're continuing to look at Romans. Romans chapter 6. So with it, here we're we going to focus on the first half of the chapter. It stuck out to us. Yeah. Really good. But verse yeah. 1. Verse one ties us back to our Wednesday podcast. <laughs> you know,
1: mm-hmm. If you guys remember anything about Wednesdays or was it Wednesday or Monday? Monday. Monday's podcast, then you yeah. might remember me talking about Al Capone, which is just a just directly, you know, a scriptural reference, Al Capone. Mm-hmm. But don't, the,
0: don't mistake my kindness for weakness.
1: <laughs> okay. The the what got us there was talking about how it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. And so Paul, in the first verse of Romans, is talking about, Romans chapter 6, is talking about, okay, so if it's the kindness of God, you know, do we just keep on sinning? Should grace abound? Do you want to read that, Clark?
0: Yeah, it says, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may be increased? And then verse 2, By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer?
1: And so one of the things that I just thought was really important and would stick out like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I guess we can accept Jesus into our heart and then just continue choosing a lifestyle that doesn't honor him. But why would we do that? And there's a lot to unpack. There's so much to unpack there. But something that was really helpful for me just in our study really quick, I want to read to you because it says it a lot better than I could. Um, If increasing sin means increasing grace, then why worry about sinning? Well, for these three basic reasons, number one, sin destroys the moral fabric of our lives. Even when sin has been forgiven, it can still definitely leave scars. Number two, sin violates God's purpose for us. He calls us into something infinitely better. And number three, sinning with the intention of asking for forgiveness drains all sincerity out of our repentance, counting on God to forgive deliberate sin, offends God's grace and insults the price God paid for sin. Mm. And so I just felt like that was just a really great paragraph there, Mm -hmm. summarizing those first um, couple verses about why it's actually, um, it's not just this um, conditioning that we've received in the American church that, you know, we shouldn't feel bad about the way that we're choosing to live. If it feels good, you know, that's how we were made um, so if it feels good it definitely needs to be right um, and it, this is actually the holy scripture is speaking to the exact opposite of that saying you don't know what's right god the holy creator knows and he paid a huge price by sending jesus to the cross sending yeah. holy spirit and um that really i feel like speaks to um like our the depravity that we have and who we were before jesus and then after what Jesus has done, this new life that we get into that we don't have to keep sinning. So
0: I don't know where you're at today. If you got something in your life, an area of unconfessed sin that you just kind of, you like, you enjoy, maybe it's familiar. Uh, We would encourage you that it's not beneficial. It's not helpful. It's not helping you grow to become the man or woman that God created you to be. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. give that over to the Lord today. Confess it and let's turn around and follow Jesus. Because Mm -hmm. when you continue through Romans 6, look at verses 2 through 7, Mm -hmm. it's this beautiful picture. Uh, of what happened when Jesus Christ died. Mm. It talked about how we were baptized into his death. And since we were buried with him into his crucifixion, essentially when Jesus Christ raised from the dead, we too resurrected with him. What Mm. that means is when Jesus Christ was on the cross, Mm -hmm. our sin, every dumb and silly and sinful thing we've thought, we've said, we've done the good that we haven't done. Mm -hmm. It was nailed to the cross with Jesus Christ. And when he resurrected, So that new heart God's offered you, when when we profess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we too resurrected with Jesus. And Mm -hmm. so it's this incredible gift that the stuff that we're clinging to, holding on to the stuff that's not helpful, doesn't make us like Jesus, we can get rid of it because of what Jesus Christ has done. Mm -hmm. And that, my friends, is a check you can cash at the bank, 100% guaranteed. Let me read (laughs) verses 8 through 11 with you. Paul says, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we'll also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death Mm -hmm. no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. Mm -hmm. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus. And so, booyah, there's a gift right there. Mm -hmm. Like That's exciting. That's good. And I hope that you're excited as you read that too. But what's interesting here? is this is a relationship with Jesus. And so, yeah, this this is what Jesus Mm -hmm, did. mm -hmm. It's by the work of the Holy Spirit that we're able to have this new heart, that we're even able to profess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. But God calls us not to earn anything here, but he does call us to put an effort into our relationship.
1: Yeah, verse 12 uses the words, do not let. Um, Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. It sounds like this in the message version. That means you must not give sin a vote in the way you conduct your lives. Don't give it the time of day. Don't even run little errands that are connected with that old way of life. And then it continues. Throw yourselves wholeheartedly and full time. Mm-hmm. Remember what you've been that you've been raised from the dead into God's way of doing things. And so, like Clark said, what stuck out there is kind of this commitment. Therefore, do not let. And this part that we play in that, um, sometimes we go back to what's familiar and what we know and what's easy. And there needs to be just a complete a hundred and. Eighty degree, yeah, is yep. that under? No, turn three hundred and sixty, yeah, into new ways and into new, um, fresh, maybe friendships, maybe new, fresh, um, mm-hmm. just really basic steps that require obedience and commitment. And so you were talking about verse sixteen and seventeen when it comes to obedience. Yeah,
0: there's there's a common word that keeps popping up. That's obedience, like you said. Verse sixteen and seventeen say, "Don't you know that when you offered yourself to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey." whether you are yourself slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God, though you've been slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. And so our encouragement extended to you today is, are we being obedient to the way of Jesus? Mm -hmm. And again, it seems like you're kicking and beating a dead horse, but here's some tangible examples. Bobby and I, messed up, we're far from perfect, we're sinners, but we do want to offer you, here's what, I don't know, that's not a shocker to anybody listening, <laughs> you know. or to you right now, but um, here's what we're trying to do. We commit every week to worship with our family. Now, if you mm-hmm. see our family at church, or at the Thanksgiving service, you know
1: it's... Does that count as worship? It's yeah. crazy. You know, we have
0: one kid trying to scale the fence, the other one's running over talking to his friend about dinosaurs across the parking lot, the other one's pissed off because she wants more uh, Swedish fish, and yet we're there saying we're gonna, we're committing <laughs> to worship, kids. Like we're, we're going to do this. This is right. not an if. We're all going to church together.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're
0: in the Word each day. Mm-hmm. Right. Would you have the Word? And then with that. We eat meals together, mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For sure, breakfast and dinner, we read the Bible. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that we're trying to push it now, because we've read through multiple children's Bibles many times, is now we're actually asking Kirby and Cal because they're old enough to mm-hmm. tell us tell us a Bible story. Mm-hmm. And so now, from their heart, they're having to use their imagination and what's what they what do they remember about Noah's Ark and what the animals look like and how big was the boat and and how does that then point us to Jesus? Mm-hmm. Is where we're going with them now. So meals, word, praying. Mm-hmm. We have them pray for each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this a little bit too. They just got their first jobs. You know, They're blowing leaves for Gigi, great-grandma, her sidewalk, and they get 10 dimes. So we're trying to teach them 10% goes to Jesus, and that's a tithe. Mm-hmm. That's a thank you. That's 10% next goes to savings, and 80% can go to hatchimals and dinosaurs and whatever else they want to buy. Uh, so these are just tangible ways that we're trying to be obedient and, and being empowered by the Spirit to be the people God's calls us to be as we receive his love and call our kids to live in that.
1: Right. Because one of the distinctions there is, okay, you know, let's create these habits. Let's do these things together so that we can position ourselves near the yeah. Lord. Because these are the things that, that we believe that the Bible is laying out, that yeah. the Lord is leading us into, that gives us the most freedom that gives us the most full life. And so sometimes people will say that, you know, well, Jesus is just a fun hater. Well, actually like all over the Bible, we see that when we are slaves to sin, that only leaves you with shame, regret, guilt, and just things that we're not proud of when we're, when we are, like you said, slaves to obedience, Really, I mean, that's kind of an oxymoronic statement there because in that we actually experience the most life and the most freedom when we tether ourselves near the Lord and His way of life. Yeah. I want to read these last little bit in the message version, uh, verses 22 and 23. But now that you've found you don't have to listen to sin tell you what to do, and you have discovered the delight of listening. To God telling you, what a surprise, a whole healed, put together life right now, not even in heaven, but right now with more and more life on the way, work hard for your sin, your whole life and your pension is death, but God's gift is real life, eternal life delivered by Mm. Jesus, our master. That's
0: good. So as we wrap up, one of the lines we'll give you is, um, habits eat willpower for breakfast. We've heard that said from other teachers and preachers. <laughs> yeah. So what habits are you willing to commit to and with the ultimate purpose of of growing in your relationship with Jesus? These yeah. aren't acts of righteousness. These aren't just deeds that we do because we want to feel better about ourselves. It's us receiving God's love every day, mm-hmm. loving him back, and then loving everybody else around us mm-hmm. out of the light of Jesus died and resurrected for you. Um, so habits, eat willpower for breakfast. What habits are you willing to create? When it comes to worship, we'd love to have you online, and we'd even love to have you even more at the parking lot if you feel safe. Come check it out. Mm-hmm, We're having mm-hmm, a blast. Mm-hmm. Read your word every day. If you have kids, encourage them to. Read it around the meal table. Have have a dinner table together or a breakfast together. Talk about it. Pray. I, there's, there's just examples of things that you can do practically. What did you say?
1: Yeah, I, well, I think that's great. and And the encouragement in that is just choose one.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry if you feel overwhelmed with all these ideas. <laughs> <but> <laughs> right, pick, those ideas. Pick one thing to do today yeah. that you're going to commit to and commit to it the rest of the week and say God, would you help me make this a habit?
1: Yeah, how and just be open to how you're going to meet the Lord in that cuz cuz you will.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right, Romans 6. That's all we got for you. Have a great weekend and
1: uh we hope to worship with you on Sunday. Mm, thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.